HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. Hey, this is Kat, Communications Director of HRN, here with a preview of Episode 2 of Meat and 3. This week, we're talking pork. We'll learn the best way to make a BLT. I don't think I've ever successfully made a BLT just because I eat the bacon before any other part. How pitmasters and restaurateurs are helping put small-scale pig farmers back to work in Alabama. It's all about money. That's the bottom line. What pork has to do with economics? Farmers could be particularly affected by China's threat to levy its own tariffs on pork and soybeans. And with government. Basically all of politics is pork at this point. So tune in on Friday afternoon for your weekly serving of Meat in 3. And make sure you subscribe to be the first to know when new episodes air. Welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katema, a food writer and director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcast live from a studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every dinner in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, so I try to demystify it in this program with my co-guests. And my guest today is Chuck Malone, who recently worked at a shochu distillery on a beautiful Japanese island called Amami for three months. Also, he's a professional jazz musician. And sake is becoming increasingly popular outside of Japan, but what we have not discovered enough is shochu which is a traditional distilled alcohol beverage, and its, uh, its popularity was revived in Japan about 15 years ago, mainly because of its health benefit. So if you go to Japan um, and uh, go visit bar or izakaya in Japan, you would find shochu as, a, as popular as sake, uh, if not more. And Chuck discovered the charm of shochu while he was working at a Navy base in Japan, and uh, his life changed ever since. So today we'll discuss Chuck's journey to discover Japanese shochu, the unique shochu he made during his internship called the Kokuto Shochu, and his host distillery that offered more, more than shochu products to the community, and much, much more. 
But quickly before you start, Japan Needs is available on Heritage Radio Network website as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify and subscribe to Japan Meets. And、uh, please write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. Also, if you have any、uh, ideas about topics of the show or show guests, please let me know. And you can email, email us at japanneeds at heritageradionetwork.org or kikokatema.com. Now let's start a conversation with Chuck Mlo. Hi, Chuck.、Hello. Welcome to Japanese. Hello. So,、um, we have a lot of questions today. I like that intro music. Oh, okay. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's original.、Uh, former、uh, engineers,、uh, Chuck's friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A nice、so, groove to it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> proud of it.、Uh, so, first of all,、uh, let's talk about your unique background. So, you, you、mm. grew up in、uh, near Chicago and、uh, you became a jazz musician. So, fill in the blank between、okay. that and that. <laughs> I, sure, there's a, there's a big blank to fill up there. But、uh, I grew up in a city called Calumet City,、uh, Illinois, which is a south suburb of Chicago. And I. I got a job. I was playing piano. I'd been playing piano in church and everything growing up. And、mm. I went to school for a couple semesters here and there to,、uh, for piano. But I got a job with,、uh, I auditioned for a company called The Second City, which is a comedy club in Chicago. And they needed piano players for their touring companies.、Mm. So there's three touring companies. And,、uh, that was a very famous club. Yeah, it's、right? still a very famous club. A lot of、uh, great comedians have come out of the clubs.、Mm. And,、uh, A lot of great musicians have come out of there too, as well. And、uh, like people I've idolized my whole life,、uh, great, you know, great piano players have. So I was fortunate and very lucky enough to、uh, go on tour with them. For, and I did that for about five years, and it really kind of honed my skills a little bit as far as becoming a better piano player and、mm-hmm. improvising with people and everything. And so I did that, and、uh, I eventually.、Uh, Got into about my mid 20s, and I was like, I was kind of done with that. And I was ready to figure out the next phase of my、mm. life at the time.、And、I was 26 or 27, and I was like, I, I, I don't have a job. I'm in Chicago right now. <laughs> What is the next thing I'm, I'm going, to, going to do? So my brother in law told me, who is a Navy veteran, he said,、uh, Paul's name, he said,、um, Hey, did you know you can play piano for the military? And I was like, No, you can't. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know it either. <laughs> And then he's also like, Did you know that there's a Navy base just an hour north, or, you know, in,、uh, right by Chicago, by、uh, Great America, Six Flags Great America? Like, I know there's a great amusement park there, but I didn't know there was a Navy base there. So I made a phone call, literally, it was just on a whim. It was like a Thursday. I had called them and said, Hey, I just, I just want to t- take, take an audition. And so by Saturday, I was out there taking an audition. And then within like two or three days, They were like, hey, we got a job for you. If you want to play piano for the military,、wow. you can, you know, you'll have to sign a contract for four years.、Mm. And at that point, I was, I, I didn't have a job. I wasn't, you know, I was like, this sounds amazing.、Mm. This sounds incredible. And it's amazing that the、uh-huh. music is so relevant to、mm-hmm. the military, too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I played a lot of piano in the military, but also a lot of、uh, bass drum and cymbals the whole time,、mm. the John Philip Sousa and all that stuff, so, <laughs> which I didn't know how to play. Those instruments at all before I joined. So it was a lot of、uh, practicing,、mm. a lot of,、uh, well, it won't say angry, but a lot of、uh, help along the way from drill sergeants along the way to,、mm. to, to, to get to the place where I could play it pretty,、uh-huh. pretty, pretty properly. Yeah, yeah pretty fabulous. Well, yeah. Right.、Mm. So,、um, and then、um, you spent two years in Yokosuka,、mm. a Navy base in Japan. So, 
how mm. did was like you were mm. sent over to I, I, my first two years were in uh rhode island mm. uh so i was at the newport naval station in rhode island for two years and then it turned out um i was single so a lot of times they'll put uh the single musicians in the overseas bands mm. so they put they said hey we need a piano player in japan are you interested in living in japan for two years and i'm like yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm interested in moving to Japan. Wow. So within uh, yeah, within about 18 months of being in the military, I was living in Japan. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how did you like the Japanese culture? I love it. Oh my goodness, it was it was amazing. I I, I was fortunate enough to have an apartment off base, so it was you know it was great to like immerse myself as much as I could in the mm. area with the Japanese culture. Right, free to uh, mm. discover the local area. Absolutely, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Right. And then, um, so after being uh, honorably mm. discharged in 2015, uh, mm. you came to New York mm. and was studying, uh, started studying at New School. So this did you major anything related to... Yeah, you know, when, I first got, when I first left the military in 2015, I was like, the only thing I really have done my whole life was be a musician. So I'm like, well, I, I've never finished my degree. I want to go and think the new school is 100% covered by the GI Bill. Mm. And I wanted to move to New York. So, and it's got a great jazz school. So I put an audition in and... I was like, I'm going to go there for the first, you know, I'll go there for a semester and see how, mm. how I like it and everything. Wow. So I majored in jazz composition or jazz, jazz performance for one semester when, mm. I, when I left the military. Right. But then I got obsessed with shochu. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so, but you graduated before you went to Japan? I didn't. Or? No, no, I didn't graduate. I just recently graduated college. Uh, my ceremony was on Friday. Oh, the, yeah, just, wow. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. I call it 17 years of college success. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better to take longer yeah, than well, quickly. I, I should have took a long time. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then eventually you get to, you know, what you wanted to do. Yeah, it, it led, the new school really opened up a lot of different doors for me that I did not see coming mm. when I left the military. It really did. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's get to shochu. So what specifically, mm. is, I'm sure you tasted shochu mm. when I was in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, what specifically was attractive about shochu to you? Um, it was just so unique to me. It was just different than anything I had tasted. And really, I, I kind of went the chew high route to shochu. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, uh, so uh-huh. before I forget, uh, okay. so let's just uh, talk briefly. What, what's shochu by definition? Quickly uh, for uh, listeners who are not familiar. That's a, that's, it's, a single, it's a single distilled spirit. Uh, you can use uh, rice, and w- where I made it, we used uh, rice, and we used kokuto, mm-hmm. which is uh, unrefined brown sugar. Mm. What's very popular is emo, potato, shochu, mm. um, buckwheat, and barley shochu yeah. is very, uh, but it's only distilled one time, and it's usually around 25% in Alcohol. Japan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you can give them, use like carrots or chestnut and or something, yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's a very traditional... It's a very um, traditional Japanese drink. Right. It's 1,600 years of history. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just very delicious, and there's different ways of making it. I learned how to make a, a version of honkaku shochu, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is the parameter set up by the government that you have to right. eat, you do it a specific way, and you can call it honkaku shochu. Mm, meaning, like, there are two layers and the yeah. higher yeah. layer. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, call the original, you one. The original, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I hope that was a good enough definition. <laughs> well, definition was perfect, but uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there are many other distilled alcohol mm-hmm. and, uh, of course, fermented alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is distilled, but alcohol is not forty percent, thirty-five percent. It can be, but you know, it's very popular to be lower alcohol. Right. And can, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the goal of shochu really is to is to uh, you're not you're not masking the the ingredients you're using. You're you're, you're highlighting mm. the ingredients that are being used in it. So pure flavor uh, of pure, ingredients. Pure, very pure flavor. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Whenever I taste, uh, you know, you can tell it's a made of potato or mm, barley. Exactly. It's very yeah, obvious. It's there. Yeah. And that's what's beautiful about it. Mm. I love it. Yeah. So um, so we're gonna get to uh, your shochu that you made later. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you had an internship at the shochu distillery in mm-hmm. Amamiyoshima, mm-hmm. uh, which is Kagoshima Prefecture in Kyushu, mm-hmm. for nearly mm-hmm. three months in mm-hmm. 2017. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. but why you like shochu? But why did you decide to work like by hand? Why? Did, oh, well, it's interesting because I saw a lot of uh, similarities between um, shochu and um, I don't know being a musician. And it, it's kind of a stretch, but I did see it. It was uh, like uh, I like the idea of creating something, mm. of, of you know, bringing something new into the world, uh, bringing a joy into something. You know what I mean? Just mm. like um, um, you know, just being a, a, a part of something uh, new and creative. And Shochu has that, and it, it captures it. Like whether you're improvising over chords in a jazz song mm. or a rock song or anything like that but the fact that you can just improvise with in- in- ingredients mm. and create this new amazing thing as well there's a lot of uh, similarities to it mm. or even if you're improvising with actors like what I did at the second city uh, it, I can, I ha- there's a very a lot of parallels between that when you're making uh, mm. alcohol in general but I really just see that when mm. I with shochu right. probably mm. you don't know what the result mm. is going to be but do you know you are heading that's right towards something that's right new and that's right and you keep on you keep on doing it and doing it until you until you until you find something you really like mm. <laughs> yeah. wow yeah. um so that productive process that you loved mm. and you know you could go to any distillery mm. but mm-hmm. um you chose uh, Amami. Mm. So why is that? Uh, I mean, it was, I, you know, I think things just really aligned. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, it, I feel like it was almost meant to be because. Mm. Um, so uh, I was look. I won this scholarship called the Gilman Scholarship from uh, uh, when I was a student at the New School. And uh, they gave me a little bit of money to go study or take an internship at, in, a, in a foreign country. And, and I had already had it in my mind at that point. is like, I want to learn more about how to make shochu. Mm. So uh, I, had, I, I was reaching out trying to find companies that would, that would take me on. Mm. And there was a couple barriers there because I don't, my Japanese skills are, they're not very good. They're... I've been working on it. Been taking a couple of years, mm. but I, but I, you know, once you get on just you know production and assembly line, you don't want to get hurt or anything like that. So everything, so, so it was having it was finding the right, uh, you know, company that would that would help mm. with that as well, and also, um, you know, I just it was it was hard to reach out to companies to to you know by myself because I didn't have all the, the connections needed. 
but I had a good friend here in uh, New York, Stephen Lyman, who you've had on the show. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. He came here on uh, episodes 23 and 109. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so yeah. he's really uh, authority of shochu. He, he really is. Actually, when we're thinking the definition of shochu, I'm like, I hope I'm all right here, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. But uh, he is such a great guy and uh, a really dear friend. And he, uh, I reached out to him and... Yeah, like Stephen, I, I really would like to go work at a shochu company, and he's done it many times before. And at that time, we 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 knew each other, but didn't really we weren't really like great friends yet. And so he was, you know, he uh, kind of took a risk on me to say, "Hey, I I know I, I think I know someone which you can you know go work with." But I, I want to introduce you to my friend Tomoko, mm-hmm. and Tomoko is a jazz singer. She's a great jazz singer, and she uh, so Tomoko and I. And Tomoko lives in Amami. Mm. And Tomoko and I talked on the phone for about an hour, just like getting to know each other and everything like that. And uh, she, she, we became quick friends mm. o- over the phone. Connected uh, by uh, music. Connected by music. So Stephen was like, I know you love shochu. I also know you love you know, playing the piano. I have a friend who does pretty much the same thing in Amami. And he's like, I'm going to connect you two together. Mm. And so he did. And... Uh, um, uh, and then things just kind of lined up. Uh, Tomoko was good friends with the Nishihira family. Mm. She's friends with Serena. And, um, so the Nishi, uh, Nishihira family is uh, the Nishi, Nishihira Shuzo, yeah. just the, your host family. My host family, yes. Right. But it's just, uh, you, you go so lucky because I'm mommy. I've never been there, but oh. my dream place to visit is beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. I was, I mean, I was blown away by it. The, it's just... Uh, you know, you're, it's, it's a small little island that's um, surrounded by beautiful oceans and amazing mountains. Mm. And, and they're like are, native animals that's only found in on the island. Uh, habu, right? Isn't habu like the snake? The yeah, habu and uh, I think a um, couple other. Yeah, there was a, some, a squirrel that I can't remember the name of, the exact name of it. That, But they're all very celebrated, you know. Mm. That's what's really what was magical about it is it's... Uh, very specific things happen in Amami, and everyone kind of celebrates it. And Kokuto Shochu mm. it falls into that category. Right. Mm. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, what's the history of uh, the Nishihara Shuzo? Because I, I heard it's uh, started mm. the business in 1927. It's a, yeah. It's been around for a long time. It actually came from uh, Okinawa. They moved from Okinawa over to mm. uh, Amami, and Isawa-san, who is uh, Shacho, who's the head boss, he. Um, uh, who is uh, Serena's father, and there's Kinuko-san, who is uh, Serena's mother. Serena's Serena mom. is the, the toji. Yeah, sorry, Serena's the head right, toji. Right, head to- yeah. headmaster, um, um, the distiller. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, and, and yeah, so go ahead. So it, it came, they came over from, uh, it was Isao-san's grandmother who had come over to Amami, and they actually made beer and shochu at first. And Interesting. She, yeah, and she was the first... Uh, uh, Sao-san's grandmother was the first head toji in a mom. How did yeah. she do that? It was like a female yeah. toji. Yeah, that's oh, right. Wow, that's interesting. Right. And uh, yeah, there's a great picture I should have brought in, but I'll, I'll send you. I have of uh, the family in the, I think it's the 30s or so. And, mm. and uh, she's right there. Oh, wow. So I'll post it on the show page if you can see yeah, it to me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That's mm-hmm. very fascinating. It is great. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's uh, the long history, and mm. I heard it's very small. Like six employees. Yeah, it's very. It's uh. Yeah, it's small. We have uh, there is Isao-san and uh, Kinuko-san and Serena, Serena, 
Serena-san and Gupe, who is uh, a, a bass player. I should just go through. Serena is also a great uh, drummer as mm. well. As a great teacher in Toji, she's a great drummer. And uh, Gupe, or Yuya, is a... Uh, uh, he's a great bass player mm. and he did a lot of production too as well and there was uh, Minoru-san who uh, I, he just had the biggest smile and laughed and when anytime we would play he'd dance his heart out mm. <laughs> and there was Satomi and that was it and Satomi uh, worked in the office and she had this beautiful beautiful kid that was running around the mm. distillery all the time too it was, wow. it was, it was just a small so probably because it's small you mm. are all taken care of in terms of you mm. know just a uh, supplementing the language barriers absolutely absolutely and actually i would we got into a rhythm where for the first two or three hours i would come in in the morning and then in the afternoon with kinuko-san and i would sit down and study uh nihongo together oh that's nice uh, yes even uh, the I, free session of japanese language it was, it was two or three times it, it, it would almost be every day for a little while and i i tell you i picked i started really really picking it up mm. a lot quicker it's because, I mean, especially shochu, mm. to talk, especially like, you know, temperature and all that stuff, right. the things that I needed to, mm. to like understand what we were talking about. And, right. Yeah, okay. it was great. Mm. And then what kind of tasks were you in charge while mm. you were working at the Nishihara Shuzo? Well, they kind of started me off uh, very, like, small. They, they, at first it was, and it depended, it depended what was going on at the, at the factory, at, at what, you know, stage we were in production at that time. So when I first got there, we just worked on uh, labeling the bottles, mm. you know, and you know, and making sure that it's you know, everything's labeled correct, correctly, lined up perfectly, and looks and looks great to be sent out. Mm. Um, and then uh, then it went to washing the bottles because what they you know they recycle the bottles, they'll come back to the factory, and mm-hmm. they have this big uh, washing machine pretty much. Uh, for the bean and then uh, so I would I would I spent you know a day or two learning how to wash the bottles mm. and then uh, and then as the when the new fermentation like the, the production cycle started then it became like unloading the rice off the, helping unload the rice off the truck getting the kokto the mm. unfriend brown sugar off the truck and everything uh, so a lot of it was that first, but but then as the fermentation kind of moved on, it it, it turned into eventually just Serena and I sitting at a desk mm. and, and talking about and and really we, we communicated very well with with each other, uh, but there was also a lot of like Google Translate trying to uh, trying to figure <laughs> <laughs> what's going it. on. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, you know when we get to like the there's a few like algebraic equations that we have to kind of go through. We, we those were. I found that to be kind of like, all right, we can go back to this, and like we both understand this. At the, and then if we were getting into like more complex stuff, we, you know, it would uh, it would take just a little bit longer to explain to mm. the, the language across. But I mean, she was always so very patient with with making sure I understood everything mm. that was that was going on. Right, but yeah. again, you know, because it's a small place, mm. she really needed someone to actually mm. be a labor mm. force. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I was helping out too. I mm. like the yeah. Right. Was, mm. And uh, so, uh, what the you said you mentioned kokuto shochu, mm-hmm. which is uh, unique to that mm. the Amami Islands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you can uh, tell us uh, what mm-hmm. kokuto shochu is exactly. Oh, kokuto shochu is the most delicious shochu in the world. Mm. Okay. <laughs> no, no. All right, that's no, on. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it is once it's unrefined brown sugar, 
and uh, it's it's rice pretty much and that's that's uh and water of course and uh komikoji where you you're, you're taking rice and you're converting it into mm. you know sugar pretty much that yeast can eat right and then uh and then you're adding um kokuto mm. and then uh, you know it's uh we, we we did a, we put it out at twenty five thirty five and forty percent versions of it I believe mm. in uh, in Amami as far as uh, Nishihiro Shuzo and uh, yeah the, the island had if I recall correctly they had twenty seven um, distilleries there mm. of, that just made kokuto shochu and they're the only ones in the whole. Uh, on the planet that are that are making it there. Mm, I think yeah. uh, the Japanese government prohibits other places to make kokuto shochu. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I think so. Oh, you mean within the country? Uh, within you, the islands, yes. Amami Islands only. That's right. That's right. Amami Islands only. That's it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So if you were to make kokuto shochu in uh, you know Kyushu, it wouldn't be considered kokuto. Right. You couldn't, it cannot be called kokuto. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And also, which is heard, awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like a champagne. Yeah. Something abso- like. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And I heard that it's a, uh, you know, it's similar to rum, flavor wise. It's got a little similar. similar. Yeah, to it for sure. People call it Japanese rum. Mm. And how do you describe the flavor? The flavor? Well, you can really, uh, you can really taste it when I when I drink it. I can you can really because I worked in the distillery for a while. I can really taste the, the sugar, the mm. you know the the unrefined brown sugar. It's weird because when you're surrounded for it, <laughs> constantly, you know, it's like I can really get it out, and I love the taste of it. Mm. I just love the taste of that. Uh, but it's such a very smooth. It's a very smooth drinking uh, drink. Mm. Absolutely, I, because yeah. it's unrefined sugar. It mm. has more um, robust flavor. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, they actually make uh, they make chuhais out of kokuto shochu mm. in inamami. What's chuhai for uh, listeners who? Chuhai's are, are awesome too. <laughs> Chuhai's like a uh, like you could say like a seltzer water with a, with like lemon flavoring or grapefruit flavoring, and you're adding uh, shochu to that. Mm. But you're typically not adding honkaku shochu to it. Uh, you're adding uh, shochu that's been distilled mm. multiple times to, to give the uh, more of a higher alcohol. Okay. Uh, and uh, and less flavor of the shochu. Mm. So yeah. I think uh, Chuhai name came from highball, That's which right. is a tall glass mixed with uh, you know like right. gazelles or something. That's right. And can be shochu, can be whiskey. It can be right. Right. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, so, yeah, it's like shochu and highball. Mm. It's a shochu chuhai. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. the benefit of that, the one of the reasons shochu became popular mm-hmm. is that highball is available anywhere mm-hmm. in Izakaya, mm-hmm. and uh, you can. Uh, Changed alcohol, right? And uh, it's not as expensive because it's the kind of diluted too. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. But two highs you can buy in any you know Seven Eleven or Lawson's right. or convenience it can. in Japan can everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We actually had two high stands off the Navy base where I was, where all the sailors. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> That's where you'd get off of work and go to the two high stand. And awesome. It was a lot of fun. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I probably didn't imagine that you'd make kokuto shochu that time. Like. No, I, not well. At that time, I didn't know much about it because the, the shochu that's in a chuhai versus like honkaku kokuto shochu, mm. they're just two different. They're two way. They're two different things. Okay, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so if you um, if you have kokuto shochu, the bottle of it, mm, you could mm. drink straight or mm, mm. chuhai style. 
Yeah, you you can you can because it's such a smooth. But it definitely does. You'll you'll be able to taste the flavor of the mm. of the cocktail. Which one do you like? Which one do I like as far as uh, the, the way to how to drink straight or? Oh, I like I like it. I, I like it with a little bit of ice. I like a little bit of ice. Yeah, mm. I like I like it neat too. I I I'm usually, I, I like it all yeah. <laughs> as far as uh, it's just so diverse. Yeah, but I don't mm. see that here in this country. Mm. Is your cocktail shop mm. available? Nishihara Shizu is available in uh, like places like New York? Uh, no, there's only a few cocktail shops available in New York. Like Lento. Mm. Lentos, uh, Lentos, actually, that's an interesting thing. Lento does. There's Lento Jugo, and then there's a shochu called Amami that's mm. in that I've seen in the city here. But what Lento does when they, which is really cool, when they're fermenting their, mm. uh, their you know, maromi, their mash, they, they line their tanks up mm-hmm. with, um, with uh, speakers ar- around oh. the maromi tank. So Lento, meaning, you know, the music, the music phrase, Lento, mm. uh, I, if I, I should remember this correctly, which I believe means legato and smooth throughout. Right. <laughs> it's, it's been a while, but um, so uh, if they, they uh, put the speakers around it, and so when you walk into the Maromi, uh, where, where the Maromi is, or the distillery, the Lento yeah. distillery, and all you hear is like Beethoven's Ninth being mm. played and Mozart going on, and you can stand in the middle of it, and there's you know Tchaikovsky's blaring while all this, wow, 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 wow the show choose fermenting, where the mash is fermenting. I've been to winery and an aging, um, you know, uh, the warehouse. They uh, had uh, that same system. Yeah. And they believe it ages the wine well. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's great. So it's the same, same idea, thing. right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's take a quick break here, and uh, mm-hmm. when we come back, we'll talk about the unique and fascinating Nishihara Shizu family, mm-hmm. who hosted Chuck, as an intern, more about the music side too. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table, be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit corin.com. Well, 
Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Needs, broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Chuck Malone,、uh, who recently worked as a shochu distillery,、um, shochu distillery on a beautiful Japanese island called Amami for three months. So,、um, Well, you had a very good relationship with your host family. I did, yes,、right? absolutely. Yeah, so I'm just curious, you know,、uh, the Toji, Serena.、Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she's a very interesting person.、Mm. So,、uh, mm-hmm. what kind of what person? What's her background? She, w-、uh, she went to school in Tokyo to play drums as a drummer.、Mm. So, she actually is a, she has a J pop album out as well. So she, she's a very good musician and、uh, she brings a lot of music back to Mami Island as well.、Mm, I actually、um, found her、uh, wiki page as a musician. Sounds、oh yeah. very established too. Yeah, she really is. And、uh, I have her album here. I should give you a copy.、Mm. I'll get you a copy. It's,、okay. it's, it's yeah, she's a real lot of fun. We actually、uh, played a, some of her tunes for a Christmas show at one point during the Christmas season. And, wow. And,、uh, yeah. So she's a very、uh, kind, sweet person who. You know, like I said, it just made sure we, were, we, we could communicate well musically as well as you know, our passion for making great shochu.、Mm. Mm, Does that reflect the way you have the same idea in the taste of shochu or I, like style of shochu? I just think we, we, we kind of saw the, the world or see the world and, and we saw it in like kind of the same way of,、mm. of, what, uh, of how. You know, of、like、what we were doing, the creative, the creati- creative、mm. creativity that we, we were making here.、Right. Yeah. So, as,、mm. a, as a Toji,、uh, Serena、mm. kind of tried to be a little、mm. different or did、mm. she invent something new every year? Oh, no, they, they, they use the same product, they make the same production、mm-hmm. every, every, every year. So,、um, they, I think they changed the Sango one a few years back to、mm. make a little different flavor. Right. No, but she, she, they produce the same stuff.、Mm. But it's know, great. So Somebody is so young、mm-hmm. and then、um, mm. you know, mm. try to maintain, to preserve the tradition. Yeah, and also, with such、mm. a cool person, like yeah, a musician. Yeah, very cool.、Mm-hmm. Right.、Mm. Um, so, tell me more about the co workers at Distillery, because it sounds like there are so many musicians. Yeah,、right? there were.、Uh, actually, they're really. A fun story is the first weekend I, I arrived in Amami, where, you know, I, I, I mean, that whole thing, that whole story is pretty fun because、yeah. I got off a plane. I got off a plane on like a Wednesday or Thursday or so, and I couldn't figure out exactly where I was going because I had to get to the actual downtown area of it. But I had, you know, I'd been lost in Japan many times before, so I was like, this is going to be okay. I'll, I'll figure this out. I'll figure this out. It's actually one of my favorite things to do, just get lost in Japan and, and figure it out. It's fun. <laughs> so,、uh, you never know who you're going to run into, right? You just don't know what kind of friends yeah, you're going to make. Nobody's going to rob you, by the way. No, no, no. My gosh, it's so safe and so it, I mean, it's fun. And you end up talking to people you wouldn't never talk to before、um, and trying foods and different、right. things that. You would have never, if I had planned it out, I don't think I would have had those experiences. So, I, I, that kind of mentality was left over in my mind when I was going back to Japan again. I'm like, I'll just get to Mami.、Mm. I'm going to fit. I stayed two nights in Tokyo, saw my cousin Joe for a little while, and then f- it flew into Mami. And、um, I f- figured out how to get on, you know, which bus to take, and, and got into the city. And、uh, I was just so tired. I, I crashed at night.、Uh, Uh, I guess, okay, let me f- finish telling this story. So I get into, eventually I'm introduced to the family, and Tomoko finds me and everything. We meet up, we, you know, and、uh, 
she brings we she brings me to the distillery and we have this great conversation at the distillery when I meet everybody for the first time and we talked for about an hour and we barely talked about shochu. All we, <laughs> we just talked about music and our families mm. and like what was in, really in, you know important to us and what are our life goals and what are our next music steps in our life and everything like that. It was like shochu was almost an afterthought at that mm. at that time. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, we're, we're gonna have to start making shochu eventually, but that's 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 a that's a that's a future, that's a future <laughs> thing. So we just had a, this great conversation where we drink, you know, ocha and uh, coffee for an hour or so. So they're like, okay, we're gonna have a, a welcoming party for you. Mm. So we go to this welcome on Saturday or so. They have a welcoming party, and we drink lots of shochu and chew high and all this stuff, and have a great dinner and. Um, and they're like, uh, we know there's this place that has uh, a band. Do you want? Do you want to go jam for a little while? So like, yeah, let's yeah. let's go do it. So within the first week in there, uh, the place when we got to the bar, uh, it was it was empty. I guess, and uh, it was more like I think it was like a Thursday or Friday. It was just really slow, and uh, they're like, okay, do you want to, you want to play some tunes? I'm like, yeah, let, let's do it. So. We go. We run through like House of the Rising Sun and things. We were figuring out things in Georgia on my mind and everything like that. And Gupe's on the bass and Serena's uh, playing drums and I'm on the kit. And Isawa's son turns out to have this amazing voice, mm. this incredible voice. So he gets up there and he starts wailing on House of the Rising Sun in Georgia. And then earlier in the night he had told me that uh, he uh, saying just the way you are, Billy Joel, just the way you are, to his wife Kanuko on their wedding day. Mm. And so, right late by the end of the night, I, I played the intro riff to Just the Way You Are. Wow. And he jumped up on stage and Serena put a groove and Gupe played bass and he sang his heart out to Kanuko son. Mm. On, uh, just on the, it was just it was just a beautiful moment. Well, it sounds like uh, the yeah. music is more than language, it, it connects more we, strongly. Yeah, we really connected really well with it because we were still kind of, I, I was still struggling to communicate I, I started communicating better after the three months I was there but at that point it was it was kind of a struggle but we mm. really did talk musically we talked very very, very well to each right. other I'm jealous I, I don't have that language so <laughs> yeah mm. so by the way um, you know you have such a great family it sounds like you made another family in Japan I, I did yeah absolutely right? absolutely but then how does uh, or does your American family inspire you to keep chasing your dreams oh, so, the, oh they're great uh, they're just they've always been uh, inspirational to me for sure um it, it's always been go after it, Chuck. Just go do what you want. Whether if it was, you know, mm. playing the piano with Second City or going on the Navy or they were, they were such always supportive, mm. always, always there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, through my lower height times, they were always, well, get out there and keep doing it to everything. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you told me about uh, your, you'll see your brother at a young age. I did, I did, yeah. Uh he was my half brother. He's about a he's he's about a decade older than me. But I think that really kind of stuck with me a long time. That was kind of like you know life's short and just you mm. just gotta follow what you're in love with and just and just keep chasing it type of thing. Mm. And I believe that you know that kind of mentality has led me to a lot of great places and uh, and a lot of different things and great experiences. Mm, mm-hmm. What a gift from your mm-hmm. host brother, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what's your um, goals? Now mm-hmm. you know how to make shochu and what's your plan? Well, <laughs> my plan, I, that's great. I, well, my biggest plan is to l- keep on learning how to make shochu. 
is to go back to Japan mm. and keep studying uh, to learn how to make shochu. Um, that means that, you know, mm. we started to see uh, sake brewery mm. here in the States, that's about 15 something, but mm. well, in New York too. Yeah, Brooklyn Crow, they're great. Right. So, they're great product. are you planning to open uh, mm. the first shochu distillery in New York? That's a dream. That's yeah. a dream. Absolutely. That is absolutely a dream. Mm. Yeah. Right. I don't know what's that or just a shochu product in New York that's yeah. a dream yeah, do you have any timeline what's that there's a timeline <laughs> hopefully sooner rather than later mm. that's that's that's, uh, that's it and there's no official timeline yet but yeah that's uh, it's that's definitely a dream for sure mm. to make that to make that reality yeah mm. so you're going to learn more about the non-kokuto shochu like general yeah, shochu yeah absolutely absolutely there's uh, I'd like to learn more about emo and a potato, potato, potato mm. and and barley, mm. and kome, rice, uh, shochu. Like learn more about the production of of, of those varieties mm. of shochu for sure. Are they very different? No, I mean, it, it is different. It is different. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing I I can't really fully answer that question because I I'm very specific in kokuto shochu mm. and, and how because I make I it. think mm. you know other. Mm products are rice, barley, mm. potato, there's starch. Mm. That's so right, you so don't you break the starch You, you need to, yeah, That's convert right. uh, that That's to right. sugar, but That's the right. shochu, kokuto shochu is a sugar, like right. wine, so right. it goes straight. Right, right. Well, you still have to convert the, the, the rice, mm -hmm. the, 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 komi, the komikoji. Right, yeah, yeah. but it must be very interesting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so, it's just like it's so much to learn, and it, it makes me very excited about mm. that. Yeah. Wow. That's mm -hmm. inspiring. No, no. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So, what do you think American people will accept, will learn more about shochu and are they going to love it as much as sake? Yeah, they should because it's amazing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I really do think it's on the horizon. Like, mm. it's, it's coming. You know, it's one of uh, the last... And I, I could be naive to other, I, I know I'm naive to other spirits that are popular in other countries that aren't popular here. But I do think that whole category of shochu is once once the wall's kind of broken down mm. and, uh, and there's a good, you know, there's an introduction of it more into the States. I, I it's, it's I, I really believe it's going mm. to be well, become very popular. I think it's interesting because I think Japan uh, had a up and down popularity mm. about shochu, right? Mm. Because... One time it was popular, but then it had got old image. Mm. And then now, Chihai. Yeah, yeah Chihai. Yeah. Right? And they say it's, uh, you know, compared to beer or something, mm. it's healthier because it's yeah. distilled. Yeah. Right? So, why such is not popular yet in this country, you think? I, I don't know. And actually, that was kind of when I first moved to New York and I saw. You know, I think one of the reasons Steve and I became such good friends because I, I found him because he was. He was he's the god of shochu in New York. Mm. Uh, he, so I, uh, it's I don't know why or what was your question? When is it going to be popular? No, why? Because you know, oh. to me, it's healthy mm. and you know, it's mm. not as strong as mm. like typical whiskey level mm. alcohol. Right. But people don't drink it. Yeah, I and d it's even food friendly too. Yeah, I, I do think it's gonna it's gonna happen, and I I don't know why it's taken so long to happen, but it is it's coming. It's around the corner mm. for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think also other thing is uh, because alcohol is over twenty four mm. degrees, mm. and the tax 
gets much higher. Yeah, it's true. And the, mm-hmm. you know, then you need a different license to yeah. sell. So that's, that's like technical things yeah, that could absolutely. be preventing. But I, you know, I like sake too, but mm. shochu, I feel light and clean. Mm. And I mm. think uh, Stephen told me mm. once that mm. he lost like, uh, I don't know, like 20 pounds. Yeah. Drinking shochu. Yeah, tw- yeah, something like that. So. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, but there there is a movement happening. Uh, Mizu has a great shochu. They make that mm. in, the, in the in the states right now too. Jesse, Jesse, yeah, they right. Taiko. They got a great shochu that they're mm. putting out there too. Yeah, that's one one of my favorite shochu. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm. Um, okay, so uh, where can we find your update? My update. Uh, well, I'm on shochu. I'm at, at shochu jazzer. Mm. okay <laughs> yeah uh that's that's the one of the main ones uh, and then facebook chuck mm-hmm. malone seven but at shochu jazzer mm. Mm. and also i do still uh, write at for shochu Kampan. jazz i'm sorry shochu, shochu jazz <laughs> that's facebook yeah i uh, know that's uh twitter twitter okay so oh, that's right Shochu Jazz on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, you had a Kampai.us column. Yeah. Right? So Kampai.us is uh, the Stephen Lyman's That's right. Shochu. That's right. Yeah. Massive Shochu knowledge yeah. website. Yeah. So you write? I do, yeah. When I uh, returned, Stephen had asked me to be a contributing writer to his website and just tell stories about my experience there. Mm. And, uh, and um, so I've written three, and I'm working on the fourth one right now uh, and it's the fourth uh, installment and I still haven't gotten to mid-production of Shochu yet yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> so the fourth one will be talking more about how I, my first day at the mm. uh, or my, how the you know the production of the Shochu getting right. started and uh, you know learning that bean meant bottle that was a big one for mm. me <laughs> okay so we'll be patient and keep reading yeah I'll, yeah, I'll but get it's it out there pretty soon. interesting so no, I love thanks. you oh well, thank you thank you for reading it yeah and uh, do you know anybody else who worked at uh, Shochu Distillery other than you and Steven in Japan I don't I, I don't I uh, I I think we're the only ones I think mm. we're the only ones as far as Americans who did it yeah mm. I, 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 I think so I, I don't know because I don't Right. But, I, but I believe. Yeah, but it's uh, interesting because, um, you know, some like, uh, in this country, sake professionals mm. worked in uh, Japanese sake brewery. Mm-hmm. So mm. I, I hope it's going to happen in uh, Shochu distilleries too. Oh, thank you. Right. Yeah, okay, so mm-hmm. uh, so good luck. Thank you very much. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on this show. It's yeah, well, honest. hopefully you're going to come back after yeah. another yeah, internship. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to head back there at the end of this year, hopefully, for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So definitely let me know. Okay. Yep. So uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japaneeds at heritageradionetwork.org or akikotema.com. And Japan Eats is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. Engineer is David Tatasura, and uh, thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. 
Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.